Let's turn a problem into an idea. If you're hearing our voices, that means it's time for it's this means out the podcast where you watch the worst movies from trailer and credits. See by scenes you don't have to, but maybe you should. I'm Russ. I'm Jared. That's what we do here. Turning stuff into ideas, right? That's right. Turn here. problems into ideas. Yeah, that's right. Here's a problem <laughs> specifically into, into an idea. <laughs> that's right. It's ITMT Industries, the idea factory. <laughs> that's right. That's what we do. You got a problem, we'll turn it into an idea. Uh all right, so we're back. We're back with a full breakdown of Accidental Love 2015. Unfortunately, satire rom com something or other, whatever it was supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there was there was some rom, there was some com. Yeah, there was some satire. <laughs> yep, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah, yeah total mess of a movie. Uh, yeah. Want to recap us and on this if people missed mm-hmm. Trailer Trash? Which, I'll tell you what it's about. Check it out. <laughs> yeah, go listen to Trailer Trash if you didn't. But if you don't want to do that just for the sake of this one log line, I'll give you the. <laughs> <laughs> the rundown. So a small town waitress gets a nail accidentally lodged in her head, causing unpredictable behavior that leads her to Washington, D.C., where sparks fly when she meets a clueless young senator who takes up her cause. But what happens when love interferes with what you stand for? In retrospect, I I don't think this is a good description. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the first part, waitress gets a nail yes. accidentally lodged in her head. That happened. Unpredictable behavior. Elisa to Washington, D.C. I think that's about it. Yeah. I, there wasn't much. I don't think there's really love here. And no. No. <laughs> nobody really stood for anything. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. But uh, yeah. <laughs> Weird choices. Weird choices made for this one. But uh, how do we do with our yep. expectations? I don't remember. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I think I set it up as oh, I think I set it up as a uh, Slim Man. Whatever. What was that movie we did with uh, Jessica Biel? Oh yeah, the Slim Man. Yeah, right? the, the Slender tall, Man. The tall Man. The tall Man. <laughs> the tall Slender Man. That's right. You had Jessica Biel eventually kidnapping kids and <laughs> yes, and stripping them to Canada because there's a better healthcare system up there. Right. That's what it was. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. Yep. yep, delivering them to rich people with healthcare. <laughs> <sighs> she doesn't really do that, but she should have. But she doesn't. Uh, yeah, I mean, in so many good opportunities too. So like way more exposure to kids than I think we thought originally. Yes. <laughs> in terms yes. of like, she's basically camping with Girl Scouts for That's true. That's true. She could have, <laughs> she could have kidnapped all of them and sent them to Canada. I've been like, Hey, guess what? Easy peasy. Easy peasy. Good they, shipment. They like your kind up there as we'll discover what this movie leads into trash yep. talking the girl, not the girl, the girl scouts, but the girl squaws. So there, right. Yeah, that's what they that's what they do instead. Yeah. All right, quick info on this. So this is gonna be fun. So this is directed yeah. by David O. Russell, who Yeah. I feel like I mean, I've never met the man, but I feel yep. like he's kind of an asshole. <laughs> uh I can imagine that. I mean, I didn't see I Heart Huckabees or Silver Linings playbook, but Okay. He did the fighter. Did you? He's done Yeah, yeah, I've seen both of those. Okay. Uh, uh good movies. Uh he did the fighter, he did uh Three Kings, like he's done a lot of good movies. Um I Heart Huckabees though. Did you did you see a whole clip like that came out years ago where he was no. screaming at Lily Tomlin on set? It was like one of the early oh. early moments of people like filming someone on set and like totally flipping out. No, yeah. that sounds awful. Yeah, he was just a complete jerk at least huh. according to the clip but i wasn't interesting you don't well, the thing that 
the thing that I thought was interesting was that he super disowned this movie. A hundred percent, which uh, we caught, we caught this when we were watching the trailer and we saw the credits and I was like, wait a second. Yeah. I thought this was directed by David Russell, but it's listed on the credits at the end of the trailer as Stephen Green, Stephen Green, which yeah. is the old, which yeah. it's a classic Alan Smithy situation. Yeah. 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 Disavow, <laughs> dis- disown, which, uh, yeah. Listeners, apparently directors do that. If they don't like the movie, it used to just be, yeah, everyone is Alan Smithy. Now, apparently you can just pick whatever you want as some fake name. <laughs> yeah. But I wonder now if uh, on IMDb, if you click on, oh, Stephen Green's on a listed name. Okay. Exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's how they get you. I see what you've done there. All right. So who, screenwriters. Um, so Kristen Gore, daughter of Al Gore. Yep. Okay. And the one who wrote the book. Author of the book, <laughs> Sammy's Hill. Uh, she did, what, I guess, work on Futurama and the Beanie Bubble too. Yeah. Sa- Sammy's Hill is the is the book that this movie is based on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And then, yeah. Um, yeah. For the listeners. And then, yeah, Futurama. She's done like 30 episodes of Futurama, apparently. <laughs> Weirdly. Right. Okay. Uh, right. The Beanie Bubble, which looks good. The, it looks interesting anyway. Oh, yeah. Kind of spoofy documentary. It's not a documentary, but dramatized. Yeah. I feel like those have been coming into into vogue lately. Like there was that one about the, uh, the Hot Cheetos guy. That mm. was like a d- dramatized version of a true story. Yeah, um, yeah. Okay. All right. Anyway. And there's two other screenwriters here. Well, the story yeah. is by her, but she didn't do anything with the screenplay, right? These two guys did. Oh, no. She wrote the screenplay too. I oh, guess she and did. So these all three guys did more to it. More to it. So we have uh, Matt Silverstein and Dave Jesser, who seem like they're kind of like a duo, uh, but lots of TV yep. stuff drawn together. Solar Opposites, Cleveland Show. Yeah. Yep. So, okay. Yeah, which is like also mostly good stuff. Like I like yeah. all three of those shows for the most part. Yeah, and you can kind of sense the he, the humor they were going for in the movie, but the way the movie was just put together was a mess. But I could yeah, see these things, these shows that they've worked on. Like, oh, I can see kind of flavors of of that coming through. But yeah, and I'm wondering like how much of the dialogue was like ripped from the book because like the dialogue was generally also bad. I thought. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, and just uh, man, we'll get into the fast facts about the the director situation. Yep. Um, so who's in this? We got Jessica Biel, friend of the pod. She plays Alice Eckel. Um, got James Marsden who plays Scott. Uh, we got Jake Gyllenhaal plays Howard Birdwell. Catherine Keener plays Rep. Pam Hendrickson. Mm-hmm. Kurt Fuller plays Reverend Norm. Tracy Morgan plays Keyshawn. David Ramsey as Rep. Bill Harshtone. Which one was he? Uh, he was the one who was like kind of just being there in the side with every scene that uh Catherine Keener was in. Okay. Like, yeah. And also like the one who wasn't Pee Wee. And then Paul Rubens, RIP, plays Edwin. Uh and then Mert Hatfield plays Elkman. Mm-hmm. So gotta cover your Elkman. <laughs> That's right. There were, I think there's a few uncredited Elkman too. <laughs> but uh Mert Mert gets, gets the credit. Someday yeah. we'll be someday we'll get credit as uh, Elk men lead elk man <laughs> uh so production some numbers here worldwide it made 135,436 dollars is that right am i reading that correctly that's right that's correct there's no extra <laughs> zeros there <laughs> and uh, that's split between lebanon uk and or just some yeah. portions of it like no no split between the two of them so okay. to be fair it did have a super limited release in only lebanon and uk so like yeah okay all right all right i, I can get get by on not doing uh what what's that like 34 fanatics 35 fanatics yeah yeah oh i know what our one of our other prognostications too was that basically big pharma wins and probably in this you know oh yeah yeah clearly um they did they did win they they did win they they always win yes (laughs) 
So this was zero dollars domestic, and this is all done on a budget of twenty six million dollars. Too much, and that's twenty six million in US two thousand eight bucks. Which (laughs) (laughs) we'll get to uh, why there's a huge discrepancy there. And oh my god, when this movie came out, (laughs) that's so ridiculous. So twenty six million. Wow. Okay. And in Rotten Tomatoes, eight percent critics, fifteen percent audience. Woof. Yeah, everyone knew. <laughs> everyone knew. Yeah, don't watch this. Okay. We're <laughs> right, just moving right along. Fast facts. You want to you? So you pulled these mostly together. Do you want to go through yeah. them? Or do you want me to? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, I'll go for it. I guess. I'm, Fast fact: know, Me, Dad, D, nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> I'm slightly more familiar with them because unless you read them ahead of time. <laughs> yeah, I kind of did, but. Okay. okay. Well, fair enough. Uh, So speaking of that 2008 to 2015 discrepancy, apparently part of this was because production shut down uh, like constantly (laughs) while they were working on it initially. They just like kept running out of money. Jake Gyllenhaal and Jessica Biel walked off the set because they couldn't pay the cast. Uh, (laughs) Like It was a whole thing. (laughs) So they had to like prove that they had the money in like a union mandated account for the screen actors guild and wow. <laughs> like everybody was yeah, like it, this turned into a shit show <laughs> wow uh, so uh no wonder it was kind of shelf so like they they filmed it they did film it despite all of the shutdown um, yeah. and then they just kind of like abandoned it relatively quickly so uh david o russell the director left it in 2010 like entirely like he was just like I'm out. No one's paying for this. <laughs> Why <Yeah>. am I here? <laughs> so it shut down again uh, in 2008 and then was going to pick back up in July 2010, but he was just like, nah. Exactly. Yeah. He was like, no, screw that. Like, call yeah. me Stephen Green. <laughs> yeah. I'm out. Uh, I'm out. And so after that, uh, David Bergstein stepped in and finished the rest of the film in, 2011. Uh, in 2011. Right. A year later. <laughs> Jesus. And three, uh-huh. three years after initial production. Yep, and apparently didn't tell anyone in the in the cast <laughs> that he was going to start doing some screenings and like, he's like yeah, it's finished, <laughs> it's finished, right? <laughs> oh my god! Uh, so, and then apparently after that 2011 test screening, like again, got just like put on the Shelt. shelf because everyone's like, this movie sucks. Like read the read the tape, read the read yeah. the room, right? No one yeah, wants yeah. to see it. Yep. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, so the movie gets filmed in 2008, the whole movie, which we'll get into a ton here is, uh, about healthcare and how like emergency healthcare it's should be supposed to be a satire on the healthcare system and whatnot. So a lot of the jokes in there are exactly. tuned that way. And just the, yeah, inept, yeah. with like uh, inept government officials in Congress and stuff like this, so people not worrying about the people, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Exactly. And like the biggest sticking point of the healthcare critique in the movie is like about how emergency healthcare should be like you should be able to get in walk into an emergency room if you have an emergency and get help with it if you don't have insurance, right? Yes. Yeah. Like the whole premise. So uh by the time they put the movie out in 2015, the Patient Protection and Affordable Care Act was was out uh, where you can get emergency help. You can walk into emergency room and if you don't have insurance, they will help you. Uh, makes the whole film entirely the whole, irrelevant. Irrelevant. Yep. Yeah. So like, <laughs> great work. Like still, you didn't have to put it out. Like the, yeah. all of that happened before they were decided to release this. Oh so they, goodness. I guess that's when they did a bunch of like, like pivoted. Uh, exactly. Pivoting all the marketing materials and well, not marketing. They didn't really market it either, no, but no, but it was like, 
Oh no, it's not really political satire. That's just it's, like a bonus on it. It's mostly a rom com. Which <laughs> what? <laughs> not really. I mean, no. <laughs> yeah, it's not. No. <laughs> um. So Jeez. then uh, I get some more traditional fast facts. So we wanted to talk about the making of the movie and how it ended up so bad. Yeah. <laughs> um. So in the opening credits, there's an ice cream truck driving down a street in small town, Indiana is supposed to be, right? Uh, actually, filmed in New Milford, Connecticut. Hey, New Milford, Connecticut. Connecticut guy. Yeah, that's somewhere around there, Connecticut. Yeah, yeah. But even better is that mm. it's not even original film. They <laughs> borrowed it from Mr. Deeds. <laughs> the remake of Mr. Deeds in 2002 with Adam Sandler. Yeah. Was that right? Uh, right, exactly. Yeah. That's right. I think that's the more popular Mr. Deeds. I mean, yes. It, yeah. <laughs> But still, what the fuck? Wow. <laughs> right? Amazing. Just yeah. uh, we'll just borrow like three or four minutes of footage from Mr. Deeds and roll it in. Wow. <laughs> Incredible. That's good. Uh so uh, apparently, speaking of the issues with shooting earlier, uh, Jessica Beale and Tracy Morgan's contracts both explicitly had like reshoot clauses in them that would not involve David or Russell <laughs> for whatever reason, because it, it went that badly. <laughs> Jesus. But you imagine yeah. that though. So they started shooting in 2008. They did any reshoots like three years later, they're still under contract actually to be there and show up and do it. Presumably. Right? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, which is absurd. <laughs> um, so I like this one uh, and maybe leads to another movie we're going to do sooner mm-hmm. or later. But mm-hmm. uh, uh, Lindsay Lohan apparently was originally kind of, uh, she auditioned for it and apparently was the favorite for the role for a bit for Jessica Biel's role. Okay. Um, and then for whatever reason, there's lots of things that can happen. She yeah. backed out and Jessica yeah. Biel got cast and the rest is history. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah. So, but her doing that role in 2008, was that before the low hand days where things got a little, little crazy with her like publicly? I think it was right around when that was kind of starting kind of st- to starting amp so up. I think okay. it was, yeah, I think it was like a wild card. Like she definitely did a few more movies in that period. She but like she would have been fine. She would have been. I think she would have been fine in the role. I think maybe better than yeah. Jessica Biel, honestly. And yeah. I love Jessica Biel, but I think this is not a role for her. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, interestingly enough, I think uh, Ryan Reynolds was considered for Jake Gyllenhaal's role, which yep. also would have turned this movie into a different completely movie. completely different movie, <laughs> right? Yeah, definitely would have. Definitely would have. Uh, and maybe made it better. I think a Lindsay Lohan, Ryan Reynolds might have been that's, like that would have been. That's a interesting combo. I'm on board with that. Right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then I had to throw in one stupid one. Uh, <laughs> uh, Scott James Marsden's character mm-hmm. uh, talks about Oakleys a lot in this movie. <laughs> I hate this already. James James Marsden has previously worn Oakleys in the X Men films. Oh no! Has another character named Scott. Oh God. <laughs> You're doing so well. Why would you end on that? Yeah. Uh, as is tradition. Got to include one to make you mad. <laughs> all right. All right. That's yeah, that's good stuff though, man. What a, and all of the, the mess that we were just describing is completely seen in the movie. Like the way it's shot yes. is very strange. You kind of yep. get what they're trying to do, but it doesn't come through at all. And yep. it's just, it's just a total mess. And it's like, what if, what is happening? There's no good transition from scene to scene. So like, that makes sense. So like if this other director just picks up and just like cobbled the shit together. Now yep. I go, now I can see it because wow, that makes sense. Yep. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it all makes sense. <laughs> it all comes together now. Okay. This movie sucks. 
what? what can you do? You know? All right. Well, do you want to Hollywood pitch me, motherfucker? Yeah, sure. So uh, mine is I kind of doubled down on healthcare here. <laughs> it's yeah. obviously John Q meets famous healthcare movie Saw Six. <laughs> Emergency healthcare sausage. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> John Q. Uh, Denzel Washington, which I don't think I've seen. Right. That's, that's right. Denzel? Okay. Uh, critically panned, but I thought it's really good. Like okay. Denzel Washington's performance is I mean, excellent. I mean, come on, it's Denzel. I mean, right. It's what you expect. I don't but... think Glover be on this. We don't think Glover do a movie with him in it because you know. No, no. But we could do John Q. It meets our criteria. Oh, it does. It's actually. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's like 25% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, no, like that. Like it, I don't, I don't think critically panned because it's very heavy-handedly beating you over healthcare criticism. Ah, okay. Uh, just like this movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and also kind of uh, like this movie, I think it's somewhat misdirected. Like the in this movie, they focus on at first the hospital and the doctors as being the ones who are stopping Yes. this from happening stopping yeah. the procedures from happening uh and then later in the movie you kind of focus on like well the government should make it a thing right uh, in john q also like weirdly it's like targeted at the doctors more than anyone like in the in the movie kind of the the hatred is like oh well yeah. one of the doctors was you know didn't uh could get some extra bonuses from uh from the drug companies if he didn't if he did some extra diagnostic tests but they didn't catch the disease that the kid had soon enough and that's why he now needs an emergency operation and it's a whole thing okay so john q yeah it's an emergency operation uh kid needs it he can't get it uh they both start kind of reasonably so like in john q they start doing like fundraisers and they're yep. like how do we make this work just this like in this is, movie there's a fundraiser yep yep yeah exactly the same uh and then uh both have like kind of anticlimactic endings where like <laughs> nothing gets changed about the healthcare system in either movie (laughs) uh so in john q at least they do kind of they're like oh well you know uh this is going to spark a national debate about healthcare that Mm, like nothing happened (laughs) uh like explicitly nothing happens and john and uh the character goes to jail (laughs) at the end (laughs) jesus all right Uh, so i don't know if you're not familiar with the movie uh, and listeners you might not be familiar either basically uh Denzel Washington's kid needs an emergency operation. And so what he does is ends up holding up the hospital and mm. like has the doctors at gunpoint and like makes it into a hostage situation okay. and demands that the operation happens. Right. Um, I can see how there's a little beaten over the head, but yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. And it's like a little bit like it gets to the point uh, in the movie where he's like, he's like, all right, I brought, I have one bullet in my gun. I was going to use it to kill myself the whole time. I just need you, the heart surgeon, to take my heart and put it in my boy. <laughs> and like, what? that's basically the premise here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's kind of like, you can see how it's a little bit ham fisted, but it, uh, I don't know. I enjoyed it. It's really, it's a good movie. Okay. Um, so at the end, he doesn't get convicted on all of the charges, like attempted murder and whatever else. He gets yeah, convicted yeah. for kidnapping because he does, does do kidnap. kidnapping. Okay. All right. <laughs> Okay. Um, but they're like, don't worry, you only get a few years in prison. It's yeah. kind of the, the message at the end. Uh, so like this movie where at the end, they're kind of just like, all right, well, we'll fix Jessica Biel's problem. And like her two <laughs> friends problems. And that's it. Yeah. And that's it. And nothing changes. And yeah. everyone goes back to their lives. I mean, uh, I mean, isn't that kind of also the point, right? Is that they show that yeah. nothing changes, right? 
but I guess so. Yeah. yeah. But it's, it's yeah. heavy, heavy handed anyway. Yeah. Uh, meets saw six. <laughs> <laughs> I stopped after the first saw. So you might have to catch me up on the whole series. Uh, you know, everything you need to know. I think. <laughs> For the most part, These they puzzles, try to make it, a choice. Yeah. This puzzles, they try to give you some backstory. There's more backstory. So like John <laughs> is like the saw movie. Come on. Let's yeah. See. Yeah. Yeah. The whole reason why he started doing all this stuff, the mm. the guy John, the murder guy, yeah, yeah. Um, the puppet guy, is is because uh, healthcare. <laughs> oh, okay. So they explain that a bunch in Saw Six. I think they mm. do a little bit of it in Saw Two, uh, if I remember correctly. But in Saw Six, there's like extended sequences of him. Like this is where it gets weird. But I think correctly placed and so the sauce six part of it for me is uh kind of a wishful thinking yeah because um, it is still healthcare based and there is still lots of like arbitrary like beating you over the head with the healthcare message but it's like against the insurance companies which yep yeah uh, makes me feel better because it's correct <laughs> so, six nailing it knock it out of the park yeah. that's right that's right instead of taking it out on the doctors it takes it out on the insurance companies and so yes. like there's one scene that's like, it's like five minutes of the murderer, John guy, like have like meeting in an office with the CEO of his insurance company somehow. Mm. And it's like, okay. it's like explaining to like, goes on like a huge monologue about insurance companies Want and like to play like, a game. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. the government wants you to think that it's about, uh, you know, making a, a healthcare decision between a patient and a doctor and the patient and the doctor wants you to think this and that, but like reality, it's not the government. It's not the patient and the doctor. It's the insurance companies that decide everything. Okay. <laughs> it's ex- good exposition. <laughs> Exactly. It's way too long. <laughs> uh, and this movie had, I feel like, also parts that were too long and exposition-y about no reason. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, also, and this movie also just dragged on stupid jokes that weren't going anywhere. I'm like, I don't get what the point is. All right, let's move on. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And then uh, at the end, you know, because this is a Saw movie, uh, mm, yeah. they were, all the bad people die. <laughs> oh, of course. I mean, right. <laughs> Which I wish happened in our movie uh, instead of no consequences. But... Uh, <sighs> Yeah, that's that's the crux of it, I guess. Well, I guess you had one death speaker of the house who won the moon base. So that's right. That's right. A murder. <laughs> yeah, we got, we got a murder, actually. So, so yeah. yeah, there you go. All right. Both <laughs> movies also have murders. Want, want to pass a bill? <laughs> yep. <laughs> mm, it's perfect. Oh, man. All right. Yeah. So, what do you got? <laughs> I'm on the complete opposite of the spectrum here. I went way lighter here. Perfect. But uh, all right, so I went with it's Dave meets Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Okay. I feel like I'm taking I, your route in this time. I feel like <laughs> I can't see it yet, but you'll okay. walk me through it. <laughs> yeah. You know the movie Dave, right? Kevin Klein uh, yep. to the two, Scorny Weaver, right? Mm-hmm. Becomes the president because he looks a lot like him, stuff like this, right? That's right. So mm-hmm. The president has a heart attack and they draw him in there or whatever. So, um, Classic. yeah. So that movie, a lot like our movie, is kind of like this unlikely hero character who tries to fix government issues. In Dave, he actually kind of does unrealistically oh. right remember he balances right, right. the budget in one meeting and they're like hey oh, there we yeah. go the, ba- the, ba- the budget's balanced and you're like that's not how that works we're still in debt that's not i forgot about that that's like prop maybe maybe that's the rise of the current populism movement in yeah. you know, <laughs> it's because of dave it's because of dave <laughs> we need an outsider to fix things yeah like, no no that's no, not how any of this works, how it works. <laughs> Some people are good at being government employees. <laughs> yes, some are. Some are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, he does. It, he announces his big mon- like his big plan of the movie. Right, is the uh, provide every job to every American who wants one. Right, which yep. is a bill that they end up passing at the end of the movie. 
uh, when the other yeah. guy takes over uh, president, the other the good guy, right? Again, mm-hmm. it, these are on these. You're, yeah. Whereas in this movie, she's trying to change the healthcare system, which it, come on, like they, Jake Gyllenhaal's character is literally like, he's just literally like, what are you doing? That's crazy. You can't do that. Right. So <laughs> yeah, uh, there's a lot of political shenanigans going on, right. With people in power seeking more of it. Right. So, mm-hmm. uh, and Dave, you got his, the chief of staff, Bob Alexander, he's like trying to make moves, like all these kind of house of cards type of moves to become president. Um, mm-hmm. Like in this movie, uh, it's all about oh, the yeah. moon base and that bill and, and rep Hendrickson trying to get herself up to the speaker of the house. Right. That's right. So, That's right. Um, at the core of both movies, it's a love story. Kind of, sort of. Yeah, <laughs> I think I'll I think that about as much as each it's other a stretch. Yeah. I think Dave, it's, it becomes more of that, but I mean, it's kind of subtle and they, you know, at the end they, you know, they kind of fall for each other. Right. Yeah. Um, and like really where, where nobody's are kind of like somewhat important too, you know? Somewhat ish. Yep. Yeah. Um, yep. Climax of both movies happens during a session of Congress. Yep. Right. <laughs> uh, and at the end of both movies, bad guys get all the bad guys get in trouble, right? Well, the good guys escape to their normal lives. Right. Uh, and Dave, he yep. he just fakes a heart attack and he just sneaks out the back and he becomes back to his normal life where he's now working for DC City Council. Um, yep. Bob Alexander, he gets pulled under uh, all these scandals and stuff like this. This yep. movie. I think uh, I forgot. I think Rep, 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 Rep Hendrickson she gets in trouble, right? And yeah, yeah. she gets some comeuppance. Yeah, yeah some stuff. So. so that's Dave. Yeah, that's nice. yeah right. Yeah. <laughs> now meets Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Just mm-hmm, stick with me mm-hmm. here because these movies are actually much more alike than you think. Both movies have Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> so that, you can wait for that. So that's that's the obvious one. So Paul Rubens is in both movies. <laughs> Uh, both are kind of road trip movies where the characters in search for something. Okay. And that's a bit of a stretch because they all they do is go from Indiana to DC and that's it. But, um, PB's search, P, P, yeah, it's a road trip. Right? Indiana to DC is that's a road trip. Uh, PB's in search for his bike and he meets friends along the way that kind of help him. Uh, Alice mm-hmm. in search for answers to about healthcare with her group of friends who kind of help her along the way. Right. That's right. Yeah. Same, same thing going there. Uh, early on, Pee Wee is told by, uh, you know, someone in power by the police that the theft of his bike is, it's not worth it. It's too minor and too common to deal with. Like this movie, doctors being like, yeah, we can't deal with your stuff because you don't have health care. So it's not important to us. So dismissive. Ready for this one? The tequila bar biker gang. Okay. Kind yeah. of like the, the Girl Scouts in this one. The Girl Squaws. Actually, At yeah. At first, they're a very angry group of people, but then they, they fall in with the main characters and help them along their journey when they're needed, right? Biker gang, after he knocks over the motorcycles, whatever, he does a tequila dance, they give him a bike and yeah. send him on his way. Girl Thanks Squaws trying to help out Alice all the way. It's, yeah. it's There's more here. Pee Wee okay. falls in love with a French waitress. Okay. Alice is a waitress who... Well, Frequently speaks another language. Doesn't yep. speak French, I don't think at all. But <laughs> no, no, but but cool. fair enough. We're, good, we're going. That's a stretch, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You're doing great. There's waitresses there, right? Did you have what you were waitresses? You, did you have another one there? You were gonna throw in? No. no. Okay. <laughs> you're doing great. <laughs> I know I am. Um, at the end of the Pee Wee movie, his story is adapted into a film, right? Which they all go to the to the to the drive-in theater to watch together. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. You ready for another deep connection here? James Brolin plays P.W. Herman. James Brolin plays uh, the Speaker of the House who dies in, in, in this movie. Huh. I forgot James Brolin was in Baby's Big Adventure. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that was kind of a bonus one when I was looking up. I was like, oh, yeah, nice. Nice. 
And in the movie, Pee Wee ends up with Dottie and they take off. You know, this movie, Alice ends up with Birdwell and quote unquote, very much a happy ending. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. That's it. Great pitch, buddy. Done. (laughs) Good work, team. Right? (laughs) Crashing it. Crashing it. All right. Well, that's that. Should we want to get into doing this movie now? Should we? You might as well. Yeah. Uh, Bear in mind, I watched it on Hulu and I wrote down all the advertisers. Oh, my God. (laughs) A lot of Bud Light, a lot of Garlic Farms, a lot of RSV vaccines. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> turn the get your RSV about, vaccines, everyone. Turn the movie about healthcare. I love it. Bud That's Light. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Somebody, I'm gonna be honest with you. My notes might be a little skim because I was just plowing through this movie. Um, but perfect. I also want to say though, like once it gets going, like and it, this comes back to like this other director taking over and kind of piecemealing things together. You can feel the scenes just are so jarring and kind of quick and don't they don't yes. move together well like the first you know act or so is fine but then it gets like really choppy and kind of all over the place um, yeah the movie gets worse as it goes <laughs> and it's also it's really weird the way they shot it it's kind of like this almost slapsticky definitely grainy like they shot on film but they do a lot of these like dutch angle shots and these weird angle like camera shots of like close-ups of people's faces everything i was like oh, why who why why yeah, like I, th- like I think it was like they're like, oh, won't it be funny if we do something that's like really like in your like over the top in your face? I, I think and that's they, yeah. They did that with everything, like yeah. all of the delivery of all the lines from every actor is like <laughs> not sincere. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I don't yeah. know, like it's I know what you mean, and it's they do that, and it annoyed me. <laughs> um, but we kick off with our production company's uh, film rise, lost fifties films, and this crazy ink plot graphic for KGM Media. I looked yeah. it all up. They're all well, lost fifties. I couldn't find anything about them, but film rise is pretty legit. Haven't we done a film rise movie at some I point? F- I feel like we have because they're New York City based film and TV studio streaming network, which has become one of the largest independent providers of content and ad supported streaming platforms. Like. At. Definitely. So we've, I'm sure we've done something with them. KGM Media is this guy, Kia Jam, and they've, uh, done, they've done a bunch of legit movies. So I was going to say a bunch of legit movies, though. Like my favorite movie, Lord of Wars. I was just, too. I know. I know. <laughs> I mean, they're just, you know, they're, they're just providing money to, to productions, but still, I mean, get, you need money to make things happen. Yep. Um, Where'd that money come from? Now that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and why did they keep running out of it? But that's not their problem. Huh. That's a director problem. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah uh and then we get and um, we get immediately a title card uh a few years ago in a small town in indiana in small indiana town right yep and yeah it's just the opening we have the mr sandman kind of feels like a 1950s vibe we got a classic yep. car show at the, the mr drive-in. dean's footage yeah, mr dean's footage <laughs> yes <laughs> ice cream truck driving to, like what are you kidding me <laughs> And we had roller skating, Jessica Beale skating around, delivering food, right? Yep. To the customer. Like the she's, she's the best, you know, she's clearly the best skater or whatever there. And the manager's yeah. like, that's how you do business. He's got the cigar. And it's very oddly. Uh, so stupid. Yeah, I just <laughs> kind of it was it was kind of slapsticky. Like she would like knocked over some guy and was like skating other people. And I was like, okay, but that disappears. Like, I don't know. It's so strange. Yeah. And I know we're not ameliorating yet, but like uh, cut that. Cut this whole scene. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> It doesn't set up the character, in my opinion. <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's just a weird, it's a weird setup start. So then we meet. Um, she drops off food to Beverly D'Angelo, which is her mom. Yep. Uh, yep. It's her mom and her dad in the car there. 
and then we meet like one of her, one of her, the sidekick waitresses there, right? Kind of a friend who ends up dating Scott later on for a bit. But anyways. Yep. Uh, He's so awesome. What a dream boat. Because <laughs> Scott shows up at her workplace. <laughs> yeah. So James Bar- Mars and Scott pulls up on his motorbike, looking cool, walking up to her. Notice anything different is what he says to her immediately. And she's like, uh, no, but it's his, it's his sunglasses, which are Oakley's, obviously. Oakley's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he complains about having to pay for him. He's like, you know, we should, the, the department should really cover my Oakley's. <laughs> It's part of part of doing work, and it's a whole thing. It's oh. commentary is something. <laughs> yeah, some of the, some some lines are okay. There was actually there was one or two I think I actually laughed out loud. I don't know if I remember which ones they were, but there was one or two I was like, okay, that's kind of funny. But and then he's like, I'm gonna take you out to a fancy dinner tonight at the fancy mm-hmm. gondola. That's right. So now which we're at the best restaurant in town, apparently. Best, best, best restaurant in Alfredo in Smith County. <laughs> As we're about to find out. <laughs> So then, this is where it's kind of goofy. So he's like, "Hey, I'm taking you out to dinner tonight to a fancy gondola." And like, we just cut right to the neck to the restaurant, and they're still wearing their, like their outfits. He still got his police uniform on. She still got her outfit. Like, it's I don't know what the word is for this, but it's um, they're playing on. Something. I know exactly what you mean. And it's yeah. just yeah, um, it's like a like a like a Truman Show kind of like yeah yeah almost like yeah. everything's too perfect. Like it's like small town yeah 1950s. Um, you're right. You're exactly right. right. And it's like, maybe that's like what they're trying to do is like that juxtaposition of like, everything's perfect. Everything should be fine. You get a nail in your head. And, oh, now I can't get healthcare. Now everything's not right. Not everything isn't fine. It's like, exactly. Uh, okay. I get it. I, I see it. I see what you're trying to do, but yeah. So then this is where <laughs> they're having dinner and we've got the guy nail going something, which by the way, the trailer trash, we're like, I hope this is kind of explained a little bit. It's not. It's, it's, it's even worse than we thought. <laughs> and it's so annoying. He's just like this loud nail gun. that just keeps going. And, I was like, this yeah. is just so weird. What's going on? Yeah. And they address it. Like they call it out. Like James Marsden sitting there being like, I don't know. The ambiance a little nail gunny for my taste. Like, <laughs> like and what is he nail gunning anyways? Like a, it's like the gondola hanging up above them or something like, what are you doing? Right. And he's like, why is this happening right now? Like the maitre d' comes over and he's like, he's like, oh yes, sir. He's like, how long is this going to take? He's like, oh, 25 minutes. <laughs> why are you yeah. doing this in the middle of dinner? <laughs> Which, but like, I don't know. Like, that guy was kind of funny. And that's, I know what you mean where like also the beginning of the movie is not terrible. Like I don't like the way that they're setting things up here, but also like the, the best lines in the movie are delivered probably like in this scene. <laughs> yeah. 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 And like Scott is clearly upset. And then he, he be, he, he like this, he proposes to her. Yeah. Yeah. Gives it a ring. And then, uh, yeah. Which the, that's one of my favorite lines that they, is in the movie probably uh, when she accepts the ring she's like, Oh, the ring is too tight. I mean, it's perfect. And my finger is too big. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> that's funny. Like, yeah. <laughs> a little zinger there for like this idyllic world you're trying to set up. Right. So, okay. All right. Not, not terrible, right. but, uh, and then uh, Scott's still upset. And then uh, we, she, this guy just falls on her and nail goes her right in the head. Yeah. And she says, ow. So then, from the trailer, he takes her to the hospital and it's the whole, you know, surgery scene, right? She could be brain damaged for life. Uh, Arlene comes in, shuts the whole thing down. She's got no insurance. We can't do this. <laughs> yeah. Actually, this is kind of funny too. We got Bill Hader as a doctor. And like, yeah. as, soon, as soon as he's like, all right, cut it off. Thanks, Arlene. And they pulled down their mask and they just immediately start eating. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like, I can't, I can't take, I'm sick and tired of these uninsured 25 year olds coming in here for their, you know, for their services. Yeah, it's kind of, yeah. kind of really, which again makes it funny because part of the affordable care act was you can stay on your parents' insurance until, until you're, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 
Like, well, well nope. here, check one off in the irrelevant box. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, so then we get like a bunch, a bunch of you know exposition. Like, how much surgery gave me is one hundred fifty thousand, right? We get a bunch of exposition about how shitty the healthcare system is as a wheeler out of the hospital. So it's like the nurse and Bill Hader, and like it's just them really setting the heavy handedness tone of like, yeah, we get it, you know. Um, yeah. And also doubling down on like the like the. That's the other theme that was at the beginning that they kind of lost towards the end too is some of like the misogyny stuff that was like, you know, supposed to be a criticism of that. Like, yes, like yeah. Bill Hader time was like, well, she's not going to be a fun wife. She might just be drooling everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Again, like that 1950s, like the wife yeah. should be, yeah, my, oh, my finger's not perfect. Or, you know, what I mean? the ring's perfect. My finger's too big. Like, right. Exactly. But then, yeah, they outline all the stuff that can go wrong with her, right? She could be having mood swings and be angry and lash out and stuff like this. And then, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they do a cla- like a whole classic, uh, like, well, maybe I can finally have orgasms. <laughs> and yeah. Scott's like, I already told you, 56% of women don't have orgasms. Like, <laughs> you should know better. <laughs> kind of funny. And then and then he's also, by the way, he, that's a running joke with him throughout, is him doing like percentages of like things working out or not working yes. out, which, yeah, it kind of loses its steam after a while. But yep. so it's another one. They're like, they could have done so much better. It started off kind of funny and then. They yeah, lost it. They just totally <laughs> lost it. And then mom and dad show up and they're like, you know, they talk about ways to pay for the surgery and like, it's like, it cost 150 grand. Like, we don't have that. And there's more conversation like, well, we yeah. can take out a second mortgage and like, we've already done that or refinancing in a house and stuff. Like, <laughs> it's like, we've already done that. And well, we gave you that choice when you turn 21. Like, you could either have a, a credit card that dad would pay $500 a year on, uh, or you could say on our insurance and you pick the credit card. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yeah. Blame it on the youth for making poor choices. <laughs> Uh, yeah. so then they're like, well, let's let, they decide to have a fundraiser. Mom's like, I got an idea. We can do, we can do a fundraiser, right? Exactly. And that's when I get Modelo commercials. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, and also listeners, I watch this movie at like 7am on Sunday. <laughs> so I'm like not in the mood for uh, a Modelo commercial. <laughs> no, no, no. Start your morning off right. Modelo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> not a sponsor so far. So then we're at the fundraiser party, right? Yep. And uh, yeah, then we get the shot from the trailer of Kirstie Alley, like talking to her, poking her head and how to yep. get that nail out. And Kirstie Alley, I guess, is some weird she's like alley, alley doctor. Like, what is she like? <laughs> she's an animal doctor. She's a vet. Like, oh, that's, that's what it was. Think. Okay. <laughs> I was like, yeah, she's a I think I missed vet. that. I was like, what, what is going on here? Yeah, it's stupid. Well, I'm so thankful that Kirstie Alley is in this movie for all two five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She got, she got like two scenes. She got this and then she got like another one for like 30 seconds. And it's like, okay, that's good. Thank God. Um, and then we meet our other supporting characters here or B story characters. We meet uh, right. Reverend Norm and we meet uh, Keyshawn, Tracy Morgan and uh, yep. Kevin Fuller. Fuller. Where our, our Reverend is, uh, he took some experimental dick pills that didn't work out. And he shows uh, up and right. Right. <laughs> yep. Everyone's going like, right. ah, okay. <laughs> oh yeah. my God. And uh, uh, Keyshawn's yeah. issue is uh, a prolapsed anus. Yes. Which is something I think you don't just live with yeah probably i don't i don't know i don't yeah. think i want to live with that but i don't think you do yeah you probably turn it right side in at some point yeah we're not <laughs> so, and they're still doing this like dutch angle thing where the camera is like still tilted like sideways making thing everyone like yes. every, i'm like everyone's like why okay that's fine. it's like very malcolm in the middle <laughs> yeah yes yeah like purposely trying to be a little awkward right yeah. Uh, so then Scott, he tries to round up the people to like with the microphone and try to get everyone together, like donate some money, whatever. And then the mic just starts whining and screaming and everyone leaves, like giving a bunch of Which, feedback. And he's just like, 
is also funny because he's like, Alice, the speakers aren't wired right. I specifically asked for the speakers to be wired correctly. <laughs> She's like, I'm so sorry. I don't know. <laughs> so then we're, uh, we cut to them trying to be like, okay, what else? You know what? What else can we do? We were at the the, you know, the dinner table, like discussing other ideas, and like, well, we have to work hard. And this is where we get a quick flashback of Alice flipping out uh, the customers, like off in the trailer, right? And speaking, yep. I think it's all Portuguese, right? That's all she speaks in the room from all these flashbacks. Yeah, Portugal Portuguese, I believe. And oh, Portugal Portuguese. Yeah, yep. and she gets fired. <laughs> yep. And then we get uh, the cursed alley uh, animal yeah. surgery on the couch. Yeah. So, you know, she's just gonna do some shots of whiskey, and we're gonna pull that nail right out. Yep. It's <laughs> Kind of a long played out scene that I was like, I don't. It's it's not funny. <laughs> no, it's not. I think it was. I get why they were trying to go for, but it's just it's like too long and it just doesn't uh, doesn't land. Yeah, like at all. they tried to turn it into like a chaos, like a, a funny through chaos, and it just doesn't, doesn't work. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. Uh, and then Alice flips out and just trashes the place. She's just smashing everything. Which, right? yeah, there's like a couple of funny bits about uh, Scott being like, "You got to treat her like an unpredictable gunman." <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> who knows what you could do right now and it's a whole thing and she she makes a good argument about scott complaining about the government not paying for his oakley's so like why can't they pay for my brain surgery yeah <laughs> uh, and then basically scott ends it with um, i'm ending our engagement because odds are good you're turning into a mess i don't want to be here for it so yeah and it's total chaos yeah and he's just that's it and then he uh he walks out Keyshawn chases after him and her parents say you can stay with us for a little while and we get a title card three weeks later and we get Keyshawn and the reverend uh showing up uh just to see how she's yeah. doing but she's, she's depressed it's all the shot from the trailer <laughs> she's depressed she's dropping cereal on her on herself yep and she's like oh, what if we go for a walk and we get another like quick cut flashback to her like walking down the street being angry smashing, smashing mailboxes boxes, scaring children <laughs> Yeah, uh, sorry. Then, we, I guess we didn't we didn't get the reveal about the prolapse anus until now. Pops up here. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, it doesn't. We got a bunch of Kurt Fuller talking about his dick uh, in the last scene, and then this one was when this we talked about, about lifting weights and right, right. Okay, yeah. So. You got to give everyone their own time to you know talk about their problems. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so she sees a TV ad for Howard Beardwell, right? For Congress, uh, yep. Yeah, that's our that's our Jake Gyllenhaal, young congressman trying to make a difference. He's Shaking the kids and kissing babies, shaking babies and shaking kissing, babies, kissing hands, kissing hands, and, <laughs> kissing hands. However, it works right. Mm-hmm. And he's yeah. like, "If you got a problem, you come talk to me. I want to hear from you." Right? It's like kind of funny because they make it out like he's like a very. Uh, it's like the most vanilla possible Congress commercial you can think of, where he's just yes. like, "Yes, let's turn our problems into ideas." I'm here to work for you, the people. Yeah, and I'm like it's a whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Then Scott shows up. And yep. he's like, <laughs> you can't fix a crazy brain with crazy ideas. Uh, and she wants to go to, she wants to go to Washington. She's like, I'm going to go talk to him. That's, yep. that's my guy. He's going to help me. He's going to help me solve this problem. Cause you yep. just said, let's turn a problem into an idea. So, and he says, that's a stupid idea. Yeah. <laughs> um, and but, Scott, I actually just came back for the belt sander. <laughs> I was, I was checking to see if you got it fixed, which obviously you didn't. Uh, so oh, then, uh, thankfully the Reverend and Keyshawn say, well, we'll go with you. We support you. We're yeah. going to all get our, get our problem solved together. And, they hit and the road. uh, yeah, Scott leaves and I still want to talk. If you get, uh, if you get your brain fixed, yep. <laughs> let's, let's maybe keep in touch. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping all of his options open, all of his avenues open. And, uh, yeah, then they drive off road trip. Yeah. Road trip. We're going to DC. So we get a Washington DC transition shots all of all the, all the key buildings down there. Right. Yep. And they go into, I don't know what, what building they the get Capitol, into. Capital, yeah. yeah, right? Capital. 
Yep. Uh, and she, and chaos immediately ensues as she like walks through the metal detector and it goes off and the security goes like, whoa, whoa, lady, what are you doing? She's like, it's okay. It's just this thing. And she pulls out the nail gun. I'm like, why is this happening? <laughs> yep. Uh, and then all the stuff from the trailer, Tracy Morgan's basically just hitting on a security guard. Yep. And okay. Wow. That's crazy. And he's like, yeah, my community, this is how quickly it happens. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Except for then they do like, I don't know. I kind of feel like they just kind of like Tracy Morgan was probably just like, I can only be in a small percentage of this movie because they I, write them out <laughs> basically. I was literally going to say this felt like, Oh, that's one. That's an easy way to get rid of a character for a little while. Yeah. So, cause you, then you have him around. What is he going to do? And they're like, what would he do if he's still lingering around? So, so let's stupid. just go have him hit on the security guard and they disappear and go Benny Hanna's. Okay. Yeah. Solve that one. They're like, well, well, we'll keep the reverend around. Maybe he'll be, we need someone do- to explain the movie. <laughs> You do it to him though too like just like at some short, point yeah at some point right so yep uh, so then so her and the reverend they go into birdwell's office and kind of somewhat of some moments of potential funny here but uh they're yeah. trying to get into birdwell's office and uh they're like no he's busy and he's like on the phone talking to his mom get a get an appointment that takes two or three weeks <laughs> yeah yeah uh, and he's sitting there well he's sitting there having a conversation on the phone he's like you know sex is overrated like i'd rather be <laughs> golfing sorry mom i gotta go like, i gotta go <laughs> classic uh so then like uh catherine keener shows up right and paul rubens peewee and yep. we get like kind of like the, assistant yeah the crux of the plot here where like they want the moon base and you yeah. know she's like they're making fun of basically immigration laws and you know general government politics and like this how this works right it's like kind of a thread that is a throwaway a bit but uh that's when our other representative that's like on the same team as pam and paul rubens character mm-hmm. is uh, is like they got Shakira to do some kind of promotion for the moon base, but they're like, well, we don't really have Shakira, but like we said, Shakira is going to be there. there. <laughs> uh, and that'll come up a couple of times later, but it's dumb. <laughs> yeah. It keeps coming up, coming up. Too I was much. hoping Shakira was going to be in the movie. Yeah. She's not. No. So don't get, don't get too excited. So yeah. then they kick, uh, they kick the Reverend out and they kick out. Uh, oh no, they don't kick the Reverend. They kick Alice out and the Reverend's still standing there. I love how the guy just turns. He's like, why are you still here? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay. It's one of our funnier, funnier lines. Uh, and then we do have the, the girl, uh, the girl squaws cookie for the moon base. Right. Do we get that here? I think, um, no? I think that's the bit about Shakira. Like she shows up for like, Oh, that's whole thing. Okay. Like, yeah, you yeah. promised a Shakira. And they're like, yeah, yeah, you get Shakira. <laughs> yeah. And this whole scene was like, just felt like it was too drawn out. Like it was like, again, trying to do that ad nauseum thing where it's, and it's not working. So, um, yeah, exactly. But, and this is when, like you said, they like write Kurt Furler off. He's like, Oh, my dick's killing me. Yeah. <laughs> And she's like, okay, well, you gonna go back to the hotel and rest. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> like we'll do the next we'll do the next scene without you. That's <laughs> how so you guess you solve that problem, right? Doesn't she try to go back in? She drops all of her stuff or something. She like they close the door on her and she like spills everything or something, right? Um, it doesn't yeah. matter. It doesn't matter. It Sorry. Doesn't they, matter. It doesn't matter because then she's picking up her stuff and she sees Bird will come around the corner and she stands yeah. up and like goes right up to him and like shake his hand too long, that whole awkward thing. And like they have a little bit of a moment, right? Yeah. You have very soft hand skin. Well, I'm a roller skater. Like, okay. Okay. <laughs> Whatever word works for you. And yeah. this is like scene from the trailer. And this is <laughs> they also started doing this randomly like a couple times. And this is when she actually mentions like the healthcare and they do like a record scratch yeah. in the background. And they do yeah. this a couple times. I'm like, oh, that's new. Okay. I guess. Heavy handed. So all the scene all from right. the trailer where he's like, like, whoa, I can't. That's that's well, that's you're crazy. That's, that's a that's bummer impossible. issue. Yeah. It's a, <laughs> he's like i'm just a freshman like i don't i people here he goes on this big rant about he can't get anything done there's people over here who tells me what to do everyone here is my boss 
I'm too low on the on the scale here to like get anything done. So as he's going in this rant, she gets hit in the head with a guy carrying an eagle statue in the yep. back of the head. That's correct. It's as stupid as it sounds. Uh, and that's what triggers her to have more symptoms from the nail, apparently. Of, uh, she just like has to have sex with Jake Gyllenhaal right now. Uh, and so then we do a, a sex montage. It's a very slapsticky one where they got the camera spinning and he sees their feet and their legs tossed up. They, they sneak into a room and yep. ripping down posters. We got the old Bill Clinton uh, yep. ball grab paint, whatever painting rip. That yep. sounds... Like it makes no sense, but that's what happened. Trust us, listeners. Trust us. Jesus, <laughs> that's what happened. Even, couldn't even spit it out. I was like, this is so stupid. And it kind of ends with her being like, orgasms do exist. Yay. Uh, um, so then they're kind of going back and forth here. And this is where he kind of sets it up where he can, he can get the moon base if you know he can help her get her bill passed, right? Exactly. He's like, if you come talk about the moon base, I'll give you some healthcare stuff. All you got to do is like... Promote the moon base by remembering it keeps us safe and not blown up and on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because that's a running like joke about the moon base. It's like, oh, we need this for our military because it keeps us safe and doesn't get us blown not up. Not blown that's, up. Not blown up. That's right. And that's, on the moon. And on the moon. Uh man, so close but so far away. Yeah. Uh, so Wait. then that's it. That's it. That's the end of part one, right? We're just gonna we're gonna right. we're gonna hold it right there because uh, our heroes heroes have met. Uh, you could call them that, I guess. The the rom of the rom com has met has happened or is happening has begun to happen. Yeah, been, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, whatever, something like that. Anyways, thanks Sorry. for listening. We'll be back Thursday with part two. In the meantime, you can follow us on Instagram at Sismeets Out Right, TMT Pod on Twitter. Wherever you listen, subscribe, uh, and if you've got friends, share with them. That's right, and share with uh, enemies and strangers as well by leaving us a review. Uh, Apple Podcast, Spotify, five stars would be nice. Maybe a comment if you're feeling generous, uh, mm-hmm. or if you're feeling particularly generous and can even be computer generated, send us an email, a nice long one. <laughs> uh, and we'll read it in trailer trash. Like we always promise and, and never have emails. So it's this meets that at gmail.com uh, or go to the website. Forgot everything we just said. You want more information about the podcast. You want to buy a t-shirt. You're asking yourself, Oh geez, you know what? I love this podcast. I love staying until the very end of the episode. So I can listen to whatever Russ and Jared are plugging. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, oh, I got to go buy Russ's book, Host, uh, wherever I buy books. or buy books, yep. I have to go to itsthismeetsthat.com and buy a t-shirt from the boys for, about their podcast. Yeah. yeah. I, I get it. I say those things too. And you <laughs> can do that. Be part of the change. Yeah, be the change you want to see in the future. <laughs> That's right. Go to itsthismeetsthat.com and you'll find all of it. 